Hey Accounting Nation, Adrian Law here, Accounting Coach and Mentor. Hopefully all of you guys are doing well, staying safe uh, during this difficult time. Uh, I've been away from the podcast for a while now, a couple weeks. Um, just been working on different projects, teaching myself how to edit video, getting into YouTube, getting into some hobby stuff. So that's been taking some time. But I'm glad to be back on the podcast today. Um, I have a very interesting one for you. I have a phone call recording with an accountant who had some questions regarding career progression, uh, expanding career prospects, wondering if he should change uh, jobs. Um, so very common question. And I just thought I'd share this one with you. Uh, it's going to be a very relevant, I think, to a lot of uh, accountants out there who have similar questions. Um, I've been edited this one for um, for the names and also the jobs that were mentioned. So I've taken those out just to keep it anonymous. But really, what is most value to you, I think, are just some of the questions and answers that we get into. All right, so let's get right into it. Hopefully, you find a lot of value in this one. Okay, let's go. Welcome to the Vancouver Accounting Experience, the podcast where accountants share their stories, their careers, their experiences, and their special moments of inspiration they encountered along the way to their professional designation. And now your host, Adrian Law. You're calling from Vancouver? That's right. Uh, Sorry, technically. (laughs) Okay, sorry. So what's up? How can I help you? Uh, well, I was just looking for some career advice, some career guidance. Uh, I came across your your web your what your blog, um, yep. and I saw that you offer like mentoring services, and um, I'm really just looking for someone to to talk to and get some guidance with my with my career and uh, what, what okay. I plan on doing. So you, um, sorry, I, I didn't go through your uh, your background too much. You already um, you're in the process of uh, obtaining your CPA. Yeah, that's right. I'm a okay. CFE candidate. I, I wrote the CFE last year in September. Okay, so you wrote the CFE and you mentioned you passed two of the three days. Uh, yeah, that's right. And then you're going to rewrite the third exam this year, hopefully, in September. Is that right? Yeah, rewrite the, the first exam, day one. Okay, yeah, first exam. Okay, no worries. Yeah. And then you've already re, uh, obtained all of your required hours, essentially? That's right. Just need to okay. pass day one and I should be able to get designated. Okay, that's awesome. And you're working somewhere right now in uh, like an accounting role? That's right. Okay, I see. Awesome. Um, so uh, any specific questions uh, regarding the exam studies or where you're working now and how you can advance that sort of thing? Yeah, that's right. It's not um, really uh, school-related, CPA-related, just more career-related. Okay. And I, I guess CPA, too, because once I get CPA, uh, it'll open up some new options for me. Okay, okay. That's awesome. So where you're working right now, you're able to obtain all of your core competencies. That hasn't been a problem, right? That's right. I'm in a pre-approved, or my position is a pre-approved position. Oh, okay, I see. Okay, so that's, so that's pretty good. Um, so you're en- are you enjoying it? Uh, yeah, I, I enjoy the work. It's um, it's challenging. I, l- I learn every day, um, mm-hmm. and I really enjoy doing the work. Okay, and is this more audit related or accounting related, like financial reporting? It's uh, more audit related. Okay, I see. Okay, cool. Um, and uh, so, would you are you interested in kind of like exploring different options? Yeah, that, that's right. Um, I, I like doing the job that I do, but. Yeah. Um, 
the, this main issues I have is that I'm having a hard time like diversifying my skill set since it is like very specialized the work yep. that I do. Yep. And and the other issue is uh the pay is is, is decent. It's very I make a living wage, but yep. uh, my earning power is very limited because within the positions we have like predetermined pay tiers. Yep. So I'll, I'll I'll know how much I'll be making within the next three, four, five years. And um, you know what I want to do is I want to increase my my earning power. So I'm wondering would it be best for me to stay within here and, and in a comfortable government position or maybe try to branch out, step out of my comfort zone and go back to a like public practice. Okay. Industry. That is, I mean, your question is completely understandable and normal. And a lot of people ask me that question. <laughs> oh, wow. Great. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's always, it come, almost comes up almost uh, quite a bit. I mean, I wouldn't say all the time, but quite a bit is that people are wondering if they should leave their current job um, even though it might be a bit stable. And I always ask them like essentially what your level of comfort is. And there's usually almost like two schools of thought. One is like, hey, you know what? I'm a bit, not necessarily someone's old, but someone is older. They could have like, you know, family, you know, two, three kids and they've got like mortgage payments, you know, uh, that kind of stuff. So they really need more like the security. And if the job pays well, oftentimes people will find that the job security plus the pay is worth staying, even though you are giving up a bit of like, you know, career progression and interesting work and opportunities to like advance that sort of thing. And then on the other side is, hey, if you're, you're younger, you know, maybe you're, you're in like your early 20s and, you know, you don't have a family, you don't have a mortgage, you don't have loans, then it makes more sense to take a bit of a risk and, you know, branch out and then find out really there's no real way of knowing unless you try different things, go into interviews, meet different people, network, and then see really what's out there and then just take the leap and then leave. So do you have a feeling on which side of the spectrum you might be? Well, I'm feeling definitely more on the, on the first side because I am a little on the um, like I'm, I'm older than probably most of like the uh, you know new um, you know accountants would be. Yeah. Um, but um, you know I'm not married, but um, you know I have a couple of mortgages. Okay. And um, you know the 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 job pays well and it yep. pays enough for me to you know support all of my my living expenses. So yep. I, I think one of my biggest fears of moving over to the other side of be having to take a like a drastic pay cut to to do what I want to yeah. do. Yeah. No, I totally understand. I am that as well. Like when I got, I don't know how much you know about like my backstory, uh, my backstory. I, I know you've heard a bit of, of like my podcast. I was like complete like career changer already in like my mid thirties, went back to school, went into like big four and like, you know, the whole thing. And then finally when I qualified, I was already almost like, you know, 39, I think. Right. So for me, I kind of know that I don't really want to try and climb the corporate ladder, like run the rat race to try and get to, you know what I mean? For me right now, job stability is good. And I have like a bunch of like side hustles that keeps me interested. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, uh, so that's where I, so I, I totally get where you're coming from. Um, so I guess for you, it's really trying to find a bit of the balance in that you enjoy the job security and where you're at. And you already know, like kind of like the pay scale that you're going to be progressing on. Uh, but then you also still kind of have that itch, right? That's right. I, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I, before I before I came into my, my my job, I did have a brief stint working in public practice. Yep. So um, I, I got a tax season under my belt. I, I found the work to be like again, it was challenging. It was you know, it was work that I enjoyed. Like I was learning every day. I was learning you know taxes, doing tax returns. I'm doing full cycle accounting and TRs. 
and yeah. all that stuff. But um, that was a term position. So my, my, my first position in accounting was, uh, I think it was just for the tax season. Yep. And then after tax season was over, they, they offered me a full-time position. Yep. Um, the pay was very very low, so it was around. Of like, course, <laughs> it was really low. It was like yeah. it was like thirty five thousand. Oh yeah, yeah, exactly. And then like I think like simultaneously, I also had gotten this offer at the government, and their pay was you know you know a, a lot higher, drastically higher. So yeah, naturally, what I did was I went and chased the money because you know I was a different in a different point of my life at that. When time you're coming from public practice, is often not hard to chase the money when it's so <laughs> low, right? Really, yeah. Yeah, so it, I don't. It, yeah, no one can blame you for that. Okay, and so I went and chased the money, yep. and I got my job, and I've been there, you know, ever since. And I feel like just you know how you talk about that itch. Um, I think just one of my biggest career regrets is actually ch- chasing the money instead of staying in public practice and working to learn. So mm-hmm. now I kind of feel like okay, I'm getting my CPA designation now. It's not going to add much value to my current job or any yep. value at all. We don't get uh, raises for getting our designation or get promotion. And so I see. You know, I, I feel like I'm in a position where I, I can go back and um, get a get a job without having to take a drastic pay cut. Yep. But um, I guess my only fear is like, is, is there a market out there for for someone like me? I mean, there's always going to be a market if you have all of your interpersonal skills, uh, you know, work ethic, communication skills. As always, you know, don't don't think of it in terms of like just purely technical skills. Those mm-hmm. kinds of things you can always learn very quickly on the job or, you know, if it's necessary, get sort of like, a, you know, upskilling by taking a course or whatever outside, that sort of thing. So it's really more about you, you know, you as the value of an individual and all the other things you've learned, you know, organizational skills and, you know, uh, leadership, teamwork, all that kind of stuff. Those will always translate to like other jobs. It's really about what you want to do. Um, so I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't start looking at the limitations already. I mean, for you in your dream position, what would it be like 20 years from now? What, what, what would the ideal be? You ever get a sense of what you'd like? Well, yeah, for sure. I'd, I'd always wanted to maybe have my own uh, practice. Oh, okay. Maybe just, or not, maybe not even just like accounting. Maybe I'd like to just settle into like an area of specialization. Yeah. Um, like what, what I thought was maybe going back to public practice and, you know, becoming a bit more of a well-rounded accountant, learning NTRs, learning the T1s, T2s, all that stuff. Okay. And maybe just uh, honing my skills in like tax, for example, because tax is, is what I do. Um, yeah. I think income tax is what I like to specialize in. And then eventually, you know, take that knowledge and maybe go, go solo and try to do my own thing. Okay. All right. So it doesn't, so I mean, it doesn't really sound like you're too interested in kind of like progressing in a corporate environment, you know, moving up to like finance manager, senior finance manager, you know, director, VP, you know, CFO, that sort of thing. Or is Uh, it? Or not really? For sure. Not, 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 not really. I I really just, I like the idea of just, you know, having my own freedom. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And being my own boss, that's kind yeah. of where I no, want. No, I mean, it sounds like it sounds like you should um, kind of like start networking and see really what is out there. Really? Yeah. Okay. I mean, uh, so if you took, I mean, I'm guessing, but it must be pretty well paid. Uh, but if you took like let's say a 15% pay cut, are you still good like financially, or 20%? Yeah, I could, I could, I could, I could swallow that for sure. Yeah. I so I mean, my pay is, ever since I I moved into this position, I mean, like my salary is 
increased by maybe 20%. In, okay, in four years. so that's so, good. I mean, so yeah, just off the top of my head, you know, if you took six months, totally lower all of your expenses, save, 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 save. So you have that kind of like nest egg and you're ready to go. And then that way you can kind of like really attack your job hunt. Like I said, like, you know, whenever things start opening up, you're trying to network. There's always the, I mean, in Vancouver or Surrey, I'm sure there's always the like CPA networking events, getting there, start talking to people, see what's out there. I'm sure some of them are just like smaller uh, practices, you know, like accounting practices. I'm sure a lot of them will like specialize in tax, small business. That kind of work is always like super interesting. Maybe you can get hired by like one of those like very like small firms and then, you know, start just getting like that kind of experience under your belt. I mean, from like that that's why i was kind of asking your level of kind of like risk that you're willing to take for me that sounds like a bit of a risk to take versus the huge opportunities that you could have in the future versus you know 20 years down the road and then you like regret (laughs) you regret kind of making that move just because you were chasing you know whatever ten thousand twenty thousand dollars more in like salary now right oh that's how i'm feeling right now for yeah yeah, yeah. don't <laughs> the regret man you definitely yeah. regret uh i i'm lucky i don't really have too much regret but there's some stuff that i wish i could go back in time but not not really like i'm always one to just like if i have an itch you know like like i go for it now and if you know you you mentioned like you're not married no kids uh, no kids, unmarried girlfriend. Oh yeah, so you're married, yeah. no kids. So that's that's fine. I think you would just have to have that conversation with your partner. You know, is your partner comfortable with you taking a little bit of a pay cut? Um, you know, maybe not having like a fancy dinner, like maybe every week, but maybe once a month, whatever. Just so that you can kind of see what's out there and then get hired. Maybe starting off at a lower. Um, you know, salary because you're transitioning into a new role. Meanwhile, you're building like that experience, different like kind of portfolio businesses, the, like all the kind of like really exciting stuff that you really want to try. And then, you know, and then you can like, like you said, start your own practice or whatever. Yeah, that's a, that's, that's a great idea. I'd have to talk to her about yeah, you'd that. Yeah, you'd have to have that conversation for sure, right? Um, and then that's like an art on itself, <laughs> you know, like if the answer is not really what you expected, you know, like you'd have to be like, I, I don't know, you, you would know obviously your partner better, but you know, you kind of have to like feel what the answer is going to be. And then, you know, like you have to be able to explain why this is important to you and you don't want to like live with the regret and we're comfortable now, but then, you know, 20 years from now, you'll be stuck in the same position. Like you don't want to feel that, that sort of thing. Right. Yeah, no, she she loves it right now. I get it every Friday off. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> wow. My current job, so oh, nice. Time, That's pretty but, sweet. Um, <laughs> yeah, this, this is like one of the biggest parts. Like the biggest reasons I stay here is for the pay. Yeah. Um, the flexible schedule. Yeah. And the the benefits. I mean, we we do get we we I work a compressed schedule, so I usually get every Friday off, usually or every other Friday. Yeah. And, um, yeah. Yeah. No. And all that stuff. So, I I, mean, I know that. all that stuff. Goodbye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I can totally understand that. I came before my current position. I was working uh, with um, tech resources. You know, it's it's like a huge company, like really, uh, like a well-paying job. You know, pension, all that. Like it's it's all like kind of like everyone's dream. You know, the work hours were very good, flexible. Everything, like really everything you can ask for. For me, it just wasn't like the right fit. And then I kind of like gave it up. I mean, at that point that was like the most I'd ever earned coming out of like public practice as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but for me, 
yeah, it's just I had to like give it up. <laughs> <laughs> so it happens, right? It happens. Sometimes yeah. you know you just got to do what is right. So you you might have to do you know take a week, do some soul searching, talk to like your wife, that kind of thing, see where she's at, and then um, you know like uh, like I said, save, 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 so that that you're not really being burned by just jumping to something. Um, yeah. And then yeah, I, that's what for me, that's what I would do. Okay, perfect. So, say I do make make the make the jump over back to the other side. Yeah, I would actually be starting at the bottom of the ladder, or like I do have a bit of experience. Yeah, yeah. I mean, experience. I got talent. Exactly. Don't I? I wouldn't. I wouldn't start. Let's say you get an interview, and they're you know you're kind of like getting into it. Uh, For me, I would just try and sell myself like on all the things that like I mentioned, like you know interpersonal skills, communication skills, team working skills, all that kind of thing. And then, you know, you might want to like illustrate how like you have relevant work experience or expertise, you know, you've done tax a little bit and that kind of stuff. I, I would just try and solve yourself, not being dishonest, but selling yourself in like the best light so that you can, you know, start somewhere that is not the bottom. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I know people that in my organization that have made the jump back to public practice, they have maybe yeah. a bit more experience than me, maybe like five, six, yeah. seven years of experience. Yeah. and. You know they they applied at uh, big four firms and they got jobs as seniors. Yeah, it's and, it's totally uh, it's totally people are getting jobs now without even going to a like university, right? It's just more yeah. like work ethic and how you really put yourself out there in those like interviews. Like you know why does job mean so much to you? Why do you really want it? You know like that kind of stuff. That's why I was saying like if you can like network ahead of time, you can kind of like build that relationship, build that foundation with like the people you meet. Um, that way they're not just like seeing your resume and then like you're coming in cold. So that might help a bit. For me, my current job, like I said, I, I kind of like left my job into, I was coming in from like internal audit and moving into a like financial reporting role. And mm-hmm. I never done, you know, coming out from like um, public practice, I've done the auditing of financial reports, but I've never actually like prepared it. And it was just something you had to, go in, you know, no experience, but you know, you have the foundation as a CPA and, you know, broad foundation and you just kind of like have to put the work in. My first like three months, I think I was working some pretty long hours again, mm-hmm. <laughs> not like public practice kind of hours, but still pretty long hours just to get caught up. Uh, obviously, because when it's like a new skill set, right, you're just going to have to do it, whatever, one month, two months, three months, maybe a bit like overtime here, overtime there. And they see that you're putting the work up front, maybe you will get like, different uh different clients or the portfolio is a bit more interesting that kind of stuff right mm-hmm. what was your experience in um in the big four at, at pwc you worked at pwc it was was it, was, um, it a, was it a nightmare like uh, most people describe um it wasn't all a nightmare i mean there were some like nightmare jobs nightmare projects or like clients that kind of stuff uh and then some were like pretty good when I was there, I was in like mining, which was a pretty tough uh, group to be in. So auditing like mining clients, that one was always going to be like tough. And for me, it was almost like the timing, the year that I was there, it all made it. There were some like long, long hours. There were some like 18 hour days back to back to back plus weekends, wow. that kind of stuff. So, but looking back, I wouldn't trade it for anything. Like it was still, I still really enjoyed it. It was tough. And sometimes when I was there, I wish I could be somewhere else, but uh, looking back, um, yeah, I, I think all that experience, whether good or bad, is still a good experience. And I think most people would feel the same. Okay. Yeah. Did you find the work to be meaningful? Did you, I, I guess you take it with you through your career because you worked at a at you know, PwC? Yes. 
at PwC was the most um, interesting accounting work that I've done of all like my accounting experience. Mm-hmm. Just in like public, I mean, public practice, obviously, as you know, is very different from industry where I really enjoyed like the dynamic teams that were like changing all the time. The projects would start, they would come to an end and there was real, uh, there was real like a lot of like energy and drive to kind of get the project done. So I really kind of like enjoyed it. I liked the team building leading the teams, that kind of thing. And then when things ended really well, it was like the best feeling in the world. Unfortunately, when things didn't go that well, it was like the worst feeling in the world. But I was used to it actually coming from like the restaurant industry. It was almost exactly the same the way I like just described it. Like the best feeling at the high and then the worst feeling at the low. Uh, The restaurant industry is exactly like that. (laughs) Oh, no, I heard your your podcast. Yeah, yeah. So there was times where it's like, oh, this is like the best thing ever. And then sometimes it's like, oh, man, I need to get out of the restaurants. And it was like same thing. Looking back, I, I don't think I would give it up. It was... I'm like so happy that I had that like just life experience mm-hmm. having done something like that. Right. So that's why I think uh, it's, it, that's why I'm giving, you know, I don't really know you. I've just kind of like met you on this call, but I always will always go with the, I'd rather try it than not. Oh, for sure. And even in the, the brief time that I did work in public practice, I mean, the work was challenging. Like it, it was really yeah. difficult and really yeah. demanding at times. Yeah. But I always found the work to be um, like I, I was able to like develop a very strong work ethic after being in there. Yeah, just for sure. It out, especially during the during the busy season, meeting yeah. all the deadlines, and you know, I, and I took that with me to to my job, and yeah. I think that's kind of like what helped me. You know, I, I'm I'm slowly getting promoted within 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 the company, but um, you know, I, I, it's a really cushy and a really cozy job, and I feel that work ethic like slowly deteriorating. I think that's just natural. <laughs> that's year, that's year like, yeah. yeah, that's that's so, like, just um, like a natural thing, right? When you're not yeah, being pushed to that level, obviously coming mm-hmm. from public practice, that's just like a very natural thing. I've experienced it like as well. That's, but um, that's why, I mean, I've always said that if I wasn't close to like burning out, <laughs> mm-hmm. I would have stayed at PwC. That's, that's wow. how I, I liked it. And I wanted to go for manager. It was just, there was too much on my plate and I found it hard to kind of like get out of all that workload, even though I tried to communicate it, it just didn't really work out, especially every, all the factors came into play where it was hard for me to get out. It didn't really work out, but um, I would have tried to make manager it, you know, so I enjoyed it. Well, yeah, and that's kind of how I feel too. I, I, I want to make the move before it gets uh, too late. So I feel like if I stay here I don't know, any, any longer, then it'll be even tougher to, to kind of get back out of here yeah. and go to the other side because you just get too comfortable. Yeah, I mean, even if you, yeah, I mean, even if like, let's say six months, you make the move, you tried it, ah, you didn't, it didn't really like it. I mean, and you kind of hate it. You can always go back, <laughs> right. right? It's that's not right. like, uh, yeah. I mean, I'm sure you can be like, hey, you guys have, you know, I'm, I'm sure that's possible. Mm-hmm, for sure. And, but at least you would have found out, right? No, that, that, that's a good idea. I mean, I don't want to have to, you know, sit here with the thoughts of what if. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd never, I'd never go with like the what ifs or like that little bit of like fear or whatever is kind of like holding you back. Like whether it's like lack of confidence or fear, I mean, you coming from public practice, you, I'm sure you had to go through a lot of stuff that was like uncomfortable, whether it's like interviews or meeting new clients, whatever it is, you've already kind of gone through the ringer. So I already know that it's kind of like, you know, in you to do it. It's just, it's just more like, are you comfortable with like the money, right? Those like golden handcuffs. <laughs> That's right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. And, you know, if you think that now is the time to do it, 
I, I would just do it. For me, when I switched careers, it was a huge risk as well because I was kind of like in that like sous chef level where my next step, I was going to be like the head chef somewhere. And at the time as sous chef, I was making the most money that I ever made as a cook. And then, you know, as cooks, you make like no money for like 10 years, right? Like it's a tough life. So I was at the prime and I decided to like change careers because I was, for me, I knew that I was more like jack of all trades that I want to get my hands in like different things. Right. right. So I, I wasn't going to be, I'm, I know that I'll never be like one person to be in one craft for like 50 years. That's just not me. Mm-hmm. You know, you'd kind of like, like I said, do a week of like soul searching, talking with your partner and then just. Yeah. Do you ever feel at any point when you made the move from, uh, from chef to, to accounting, did you ever felt that you were, you know, already too late in your career or you felt like, Hey, you know, I'm so-and-so years old, it's still too late for me to be doing this now. No, never. I, I, I never feel like that. I never, I never feel, I mean, me personally, I'm 44 and I still feel that I'm like 18. (laughs) It's all all like a mindset for that one, for sure. Definitely. It's nothing. It's just a number. Right now at 44, I could probably kick my 20 year old self in like every aspect of like anything. I I don't care. You're talking about like the gym running career, whatever mindset motivation It's like nothing. So never think that people are going to look at you a little bit different because of like your age. So remember, I switched careers at like 35. I joined PW. No, I switched careers at like 33. I joined PwC at like 35. Everyone else was like 20, whatever, 22. (laughs) Right. Um, Yeah. I mean, yeah, never. There's all these like stories of, you know, like the designer. Oh, right. Yeah. A jeweler. I don't know. Jewelry. Uh, yeah. Like, I yeah. think she like designs wedding dress, like super famous. Okay. Yeah. I, I think she went to like design school or whatever in like her forties. Oh, wow. So yeah, it really, it doesn't really matter. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Don't, uh, don't worry about the age thing. Okay. Oh, just another question. Um, yeah. So when, how much did you feel your, you, you went to the old program, I guess it was the CGA, CPA, or was it CA that you did? The CA program, yeah. How, how much value did that bring to you know to to your to your job when you worked at PwC? This, well, at PwC, in order to to be hired, then you had to go through the CA recruiting route. So it was all yeah. I mean, the working uh, in the public practice firm then it was kind of like all integrated. So you know, it was integrated into like the CA program. I guess the PEP program is probably modeled a little bit more on that side and i thought it was actually pretty good yeah i, th- I think oh. it really helped me uh, with like the ufi all that and just that paired with like the type of work that we w- i was doing in terms of, like you know audit projects audit clients that kind of thing i thought it was actually like seamlessly integrated like it all made sense wow. um you have a specific angle on your question or just in general just just in general because I'm you know I don't, I don't have my CPA designation yet but I'm yep. wondering if I should maybe just wait until I get my designation to send out resumes or oh I see I see like right away oh I see I see what you mean you're worried you're wondering if having the actual credentials will give you like the leverage to get the job that's right um I don't think that I I mean me personally I don't think it would matter if I were like an employer I don't really know if 
that is um, a required credential if you're trying to get a position as like, you know, uh, I, I guess a senior tax associate at like a small firm or whatever, somewhere or a practice somewhere. I think you'd have to ask, but me personally, I don't think, I'm more like the, the individual skills, you know what I mean? Uh, oh, if you kind of like have the, the mindset, the motivation, all that kind of stuff, the interpersonal stuff to kind of like do the work, then you just really need to learn the actual work itself, which you kind of have to be learning on the job anyway. All the stuff that I learned, um, I'm only applying the financial reporting aspect of it because I'm in financial reporting. <laughs> right. Everything else that I wrote on the CV, if you'd ask me, like, I'd be hard pressed to try and give you an, an answer exactly. I'd be like, oh, okay, I'll get back to you. Give me some time to like research, right? So that kind, that kind of thing, right? But I know if you kind of threw me into like a tax role, I'd hey, like, give me a week and I'll be like up to speed, that kind of thing. I'm always big on like doing, learning by doing um and then the credentials is just credentials i mean it's just it's just something that you need to like tick the box because you've shown oh. that you've got the competencies to do it um but for so, i mean as soon as you pass the one the day one then you've got your designation that's it that's that's, that's pretty much it just kind okay of, yeah uh, no I, w- I would just exit. literally right now like i said cut your cut that one expense that might save you whatever like a hundred bucks a week save up save up in the meantime uh i would just you know maybe you just like very lightly just looking on like linkedin or whatever just to see what's out there and then when maybe when things open up like a little bit like join in those like networking sessions whatever cpa sorry to doing like a networking thing or maybe if things don't open up there's going to be like a virtual on a zoom something like that i would just start yeah or if you want to do it on like LinkedIn and then just like email people saying, Oh, Hey, I'm interested in this or talk to like recruiters on like LinkedIn, whatever. I like just, just the complete breath, you know, just trying everything to see what's out there. I would just start that now. Like, especially now you probably have time and then, you know, you're yeah, probably exactly. not out there doing whatever, playing basketball or something. Just use the time to just do this. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I haven't fired off a resume in probably close to like five years now. Oh yeah. So, there you go. Uh, so perfect time. Uh, spruce up the resume, spruce up like your LinkedIn yeah. profile. Like do all that like right now. Yeah. I'm wondering like, are, like is, is applying for jobs still, you know, the old school way firing off a resume or now is it uh, more, you know, communicating with the recruiters through through LinkedIn, for example, or finding people and uh, just establishing you know, that connection. I think like the old school way of just having a resume and then just like uploading it to like a website that is starting to go away. Yeah, I think, yeah. I think you'd have to just be a bit more creative and like a bit like more fearless. Um, I haven't done it, but I know there's all kinds of things you can do. Like yeah, like I said, reaching out to like recruiters just on LinkedIn. I mean that that one is easy. Uh, or if you have like a, a firm or a practice that you're like really interested in because it's kind of like near your house and you've got some interesting clients, I would just email the, you know, the proprietors, CA, CPA, and then just say, oh yeah, I'm, I'm really interested uh, in this kind of role. Maybe I could do an informational interview with you over Zoom. That would oh. be awesome. <laughs> I don't know if you heard my like informational interview podcast. That is something that I always recommend for for like so many reasons. One of that is just kind of like building up like your courage. Two is just like networking. Three is just like talking to people. Four is getting the information. Five is like they're getting to like know you. 
all mm. those things are really beneficial in just doing an informational interview, right? Well, uh, yeah. So, I mean, it could be, like I said, look in your neighborhood, just Google, oh yeah, there's this practice, they're doing tax, they got some cool clients, email, you know, the, the, the account, you know, the lead proprietor, owner, whatever, just mm. saying, hey, can I do a half an hour informational interview with you? Um, I just have some questions and I'm really... I'm really impressed with like your business, whatever, that kind of thing. Can I set up a Zoom call with you? And then you just ask, not, it's got nothing to do with asking for a job, but it's got just questions related to like, oh yeah, how does this tax, what kind of, how, what are your clients like? Um, you know, do you have any, uh, do you have any kind of like advice for me for someone thinking about making the switch, that kind of stuff. Right, okay, perfect. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. But, but not asking for like a job. Right, oh, okay. because it's almost like they are volunteering the time to answer your questions, right. and then you're getting all the like residual benefits from it. Yeah, I see. Just for informational purposes. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. But you're getting like, oh, you're getting all that practice, like I just mentioned, right? Right. And who knows? Maybe it's down the road they might give you a phone call. Yeah, yeah. It's no exactly. That's exactly it. That's exactly no, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. People don't want to do that, but do, do like five informational interviews and you would have expanded like your network and your ability to like sell yourself and ask and talk and network by, by, you know, more than just like five times. Wow. Do you think I should target, um, like what, what kind of firm should I target? You're recommending more of like a smaller type, like a um, small firm. I, never I mean, worked, yeah, I, I'm only I'm saying like a very small, yeah. Exactly. I'm only saying small firms or very small practices because it sounds like that's what you might be interested in, like a bit more small business kind of a client, that kind of thing, doing like their tax returns. Yeah. Okay. Compared to like a, like a big four firm, say. I yeah, yeah, exactly. A, exactly. A PwC yeah. or something. Yeah, no, I, I probably, it sounds like you're more like a very like small firm. If I do go for a small firm, I think it'd be a bit more um, autonomy and I'd have to probably do a bit more, um, it'd probably be a bit more job responsibilities that I wouldn't be so specialized. Exactly. Like, compared to if I went to like a, like a bigger firm, a smaller yeah. firm, I'd probably yeah. do a bit of everything. And you'd probably be working with like the proprietor partner of that firm, right? Right, right. Yeah. Okay. I, I don't know what the, you know, the salary differences would be, but... I'm thinking big four might even be less. <laughs> I guess. Then they only use like predetermined pay. pay yeah. Or something yeah. Like so that. that's and, what, you know, even yeah. more uh, the reason. Yeah. When, when I first, when I got hired at, uh, when I worked on the old like, accounting firm and when they offered me a $35,000 salary, he pulled out a sheet and said, here's what the, the salaries are <laughs> for, for accountants starting. Yeah. In, yeah. I mean, exactly. Uh, they kind of have like, yeah, they almost have like set bands. Right. And if you're like yeah. a, coming in, you might have to come in, Obviously, I don't know, senior associate or something like that. But whereas if you're in like a small firm, they might be, oh, yeah, you have all this experience and that kind of stuff. You might be able to sell yourself higher, come in as like, I don't know what, I don't know what the position would be. Like, you know, associate manager or whatever, something, right? Right, right. Um, Anything else? How are you feeling about the um, CP? The CP? Well, I, I, we were supposed to write, uh, rewrite this month in, in May. Yep. Um, but um, yeah, that that got all pushed back to I think September now. Okay. But, um, yeah, last last year, see if you was it was it was a nightmare. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm sure For you sure. heard about all the oh, yeah. fire festival stuff that. Went I totally, on there, but, yeah. I totally empathize with like all the like writers. Um, I'm sure it, it must have just been hell. But it was 
stressful. You're feeling good on like what the changes that you need to like take. Yeah, I, I did well on the, the the second, third day. Those are the like the heavy technical days. Mm -hmm. um, my role was assurance, and you know, all, all I, my my work is heavy. All I do is audit, so I'm, I'm pretty strong with assurance. So I I did pretty well on days two and three. Yep. Um, day one was the I guess it was the the management accounting um, the management accounting type of uh, type of exam. Um, I, I do have a mentor. My, I have a CP, CPA mentor. Okay, good. Myself, but. Um, Yeah, yeah, I didn't request like a par or, or any kind of appeal or anything after. It kind of felt really strong. Like I was doing all the practice exams. Yep. Um, I took the um, the Densmore practice course as well. Okay. And um, yeah, I felt really strong after I walked out. But um, The day sure. one, that is the one where it's not technical. It's based on like the case from like uh, the, caps, the capstone one. That's the capstone one, or... one case, yeah. Okay, yeah. So it's um yeah. And did so, you um, do you get feedback on like where you went that what do you, do you get feedback on like the indicators that you missed or whatever? Um that's something you have to order from 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 CPA. So I think it that you, you pay a fee for something called a, a par which is a performance appraisal, I believe. Oh, I see. Okay. So you pay them and they'll give you a detailed information <laughs> but um I didn't request one because I thought okay. I'd be writing the the CP this upcoming week. Okay, I see. But, um, okay. Well, I mean, yeah. if you if you're feeling if you're feeling comfortable and you know what you need to do, I mean, then then you're good. Yeah. No, I I took off the I took off six weeks to study for the thing. So you know, I just studied every day with a partner. Um, yeah. You know, I did Monday to Friday, nine to five, case after case after case. So I felt really confident walking out. But um, I think okay. the next go around, I should be ready to go i mean if, okay. if, if, if any of the days you want to fail it's, it's, it's day one for sure okay yeah 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 okay that's good all right yeah cool anything yeah, else well, uh just going through my notes here put some talking points down yeah um no i think that's pretty much it for the most part I just wanted to you know just kind of sound off a little bit and, and see if my idea wasn't completely crazy in my no, mind no 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 it's like now, totally now that you said it's very common that makes very common everyone asks that yeah. everyone that comes out all the time <laughs> awesome yeah how about yeah. yourself what are you doing these days during the pandemic i'm working from home um yeah. right now i'm doing like a month end uh reports and then i just we just finished off like our q1 financial um Uh, reporting so mm -hmm. yeah so that's that's where i'm at and then for me i have like a whole bunch of like side hustle business kind of stuff so one is building up just like my brand as like a accounting mentor that's one okay. and yeah. then two is uh i am like practicing creating content on a bunch of like different social media platforms for like a bunch of like different stuff. So I'm trying uh, content related to like martial arts or just like fun stuff. Uh, so for me, it's more like experimenting with different social media platforms to see what work, what doesn't, what kind of content like people like, how can I build an, like an audience, that kind of stuff. Um, yeah. So me is just practice because one day I, I like to like um, start something just like on the business side. So it's just all practice as you know, as you know, accountants tend to be very like risk averse. <laughs> uh -huh. right. So we don't just kind of like jump in. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Yeah. No, I was thinking about this doing a, doing a side hustle as well. And I think that's actually, Oh, this is something I also want to talk about. I just, one of the biggest reasons for me to jump out, out of uh, my, I'm, I'm very limited with the kind of work I can do outside of work. So, 
I can't do um, any financial services for clients. Yeah. So I'm limited. Like uh, what I always wanted to do is just start up like a business doing taxes, but I can't do T ones and T twos for, yep. for clients yep. because my work restricts that. So yeah, I totally get it. Yeah, so, so do I mean, something really. It's tough, what, tough to, tough what to do you do for fun? Like these for for fun. It's just yeah. like sports, hockey, um, play hockey, play basketball. Just okay. I'm a big, big sports guy. Do do something like uh, hockey hockey online like you know hockey skills coach. Are you pretty good? Uh, sorry. Are you, are you like you got the you you you're pretty good? Like you played at like a semi-competitive level? Uh, just like a beer league with friends type of thing. Okay. Or it could be you know something. Um, yeah. It, there's all kinds of stuff that people are starting. That yeah, that's so. what I, that's what I did because I can't do too much like actual like too much financial you know accounting that kind of stuff. So that's yeah. I just kind of like went into like like my hobbies that kind of thing. Coaching is not just not necessarily related to like anything in the accounting, um, but uh, yeah, that's why I'm just kind of like looking at like all like my hobbies and stuff. Martial arts is like one of them. Cooking is kind of like another one, right? Oh, interesting. Yeah, it pretty much wraps up all the questions I had. I mean, if there's anything else, just send me an email. Whatever you've got on like that you've written down that you didn't ask or whatever, send me an email. I can email you back or whatever if you were like approaching like your cp rewrite date you want to like chat again that's totally no problem or if like you know 10 months from now and like you're ready to like quit (laughs) (laughs) uh that's fine you can just we can have like another chat it's totally no problem oh no i really appreciate that all this stuff today has been super helpful and really you know take some ease off my mind and you know i got a lot of thinking to do but um you know this is helpful for sure okay what i was looking for you, your your C your CPA mentor. Do you ever like chat with him or her like this? Um, not like this. Not about like career career goals. But more okay. just like on the on school side. I, I guess for me personally, I'm not that great in like very structured stuff. <laughs> uh-huh, yeah, yeah. My I'm like totally comfortable in like conversations like this. Like just yeah, this is this. I'm in like my element. As opposed yeah. to like going through like a checklist. No, this is what like a mentor is supposed to add. Like that's just not. No, no. <laughs> no, no, no. no, we don't. We don't. We don't have. We got our conversations always go off the rails, anyways, because she's also like a good friend of mine. So okay, that's cool. That's cool. Shooting the shooting the, You know what? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Sounds good. Yeah, All right. Also, I mean, well, yeah. Thanks. I think you're on like yeah. the right track. You just need to do those things that we like mentioned yeah. a little bit, and then uh, yeah, let me know yeah, how it goes or what. Like yeah. Yeah, no, no, it's really informative. I mean, the biggest step is, of course, just making the move, overcoming the fear. But um, you know what? I think I can you know, move forward now. I'm really, I mean, really on that the part, like the yeah. yeah, on that part, like the fear part. It's like if you had a if you know like door one, you try something and then it works out, and then you get whatever it is that you're dreaming of, which is awesome. Yeah, and then door two, you you fail and you don't get what you want, then really you're no better off than you're at before you even tried anything. Right. True. So um, it's only win-win or you're kind of like exactly where you're at right now. (laughs) That's true. Cause you know, when you think about it, I do really have nothing to lose here. You know, if I, if I go there and I fail, then you know, like you said, I can always come back. Exactly. If you fail, then you really nothing. It's not like you're dead. You're exactly, you're sitting exactly where you're at right now today. Like there's no difference. Awesome. Yeah. That kind of like thinking is, I, 
I don't know if you really, like, really went through like my whole story. I was like complete in the middle, like nowhere in like my early twenties. And I kind of had to reverse engineer that kind of thinking. If not, I would have been like a lost person, you know? Um, so yeah. All right. Awesome. Cool. I won't take up too much of your time, but yeah, um, no worries. You know, I'll, like I'll, I said, I'll, I'll keep in touch. I'll keep know, in touch, email me, on. whatever, anytime. Yeah. It's not a problem. Okay. Thanks a lot, man. I really appreciate this. Okay. Sounds good. All right. Cheers. Have okay. Cheers. Night. All right. Bye. All right, guys, there you go. There you have it. That was the phone call. Um, hopefully, uh, like I said, it brings a lot of value. Um, I think those questions are very common, very natural uh, to have. And I think one of the biggest pieces of value that I dropped was actually the very last piece, uh, just about dealing with fear, having that mindset to really take a chance because really what do you have to lose and you have everything to gain. Um, so I think that is probably one of the biggest um, uh, value snippets that I could drop. So hopefully um, you guys found that entertaining and uh, you know um, very relevant. All right, guys, uh, thank you. If any questions, please email me. It's adrian at adrian-law.ca. And I hope to hear from you very soon. This is Adrian Law, accounting coach and mentor, signing off. Take care, guys. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening. And if you enjoyed this episode, please take a moment to follow, rate, and share the podcast. Tune in next time when your host, Adrian Law, delves into the wonderful world of Vancouver accounting experience.